0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, we begin with the richest club in world football. Still sounds bonkers. Newcastle United losing to Tottenham Hotspurs at home in the Premier League. So the pressure mounts on manager Stevie Bruce with the Magpies still in the relegation zone. This was how you reacted and we reacted, how everyone reacted on Talksport.
1: I can now say, welcome to St James's Park, the wealthiest football club in the world. This was an easy three points for Spurs, and uh, well, the new people now in charge of this football club know exactly what they've inherited, fantastic atmosphere, wonderful fan base, but a side at the moment that is actually second bottom of the Premier League. Spurs up to fifth, finished here at St James's Park, Newcastle two, Spurs three.
3: I'm still convinced we'll win a relegation battle again. You know, if you're in the bottom half of the division, then of course you're in a relegation battle. Look, the owners have been very, very respectful over the last week, ten days, wherever it is. It's obviously the start which gives everybody a little bit of hope. It's going to take time and patience, of course, to have the supporters back on side. I have to say was was terrific.
1: There are all other banners that have been over the years here and it's along the lines of we are not a side that we expect to win, we just want a side that tries.
2: From my experience of Newcastle, they do back the team. Now, if they're If they're protesting against the manager, it doesn't help, of course, especially when you're losing so convincingly. But they will. They will back that team. Like he said, you sell out. They sell out all-away games. But when they want change, as most football clubs do, they make it known. And it doesn't matter the feel-good factor. They wanted that known. They wanted the owners to know that they do expect change. And this was the take of the Newcastle fans after the defeat.
3: We put 11 men behind the ball. We didn't press. We just looked like a team going nowhere. He's got to go. All 11 players on that pitch, none of them performed. The two biggest
1: things that the fans wanted with this takeover was Mike Ashley removed from the club, closely followed out the door while it was still swinging by Steve Bruce. Now, this scenario that's happening now is going down exactly the same route as what we did with McLaren and Benitez. Left McLaren in a little bit too long to give him the chance and to try and stabilise things and see how it goes and then it left it too late for Benitez. In that first five
2: minutes you could see that our support for them was driving them on and then obviously we
1: got that early goal I tell you what, the new directors and owners of this football club, they were probably having dreams last night and early this morning thinking, can we get the dream start? You've just got it
2: As soon as it went into actually Bruce's tactics and his game plan that's when it fell apart for me Uh, uh, you know I just I just thought it was it was disappointing but I I do really understand why the consortium haven't sacked him yet the game at St James's Park was suspended in the first half for seven minutes while medical treatment was given to a supporter in the stands the club have tweeted to say that the fan had been stabilized on now to the Tottenham Hotspur's manager as Aussie Ardilies used to call them, Nuno Espirito Santo, or as Aussie would say, Nuno Espirito Santos. Don't know why he puts the S on the end of everything.
1: Knew what was coming, what's going around the club, Newcastle, the atmosphere, and they come and we didn't been able to end, but we, we react really, really fast and really good. We achieve goals, we control the game. It was a positive performance. With his first Premier League goal of the season, is Harry Kane. It's all a bit muted for him. It really is. He went over to the far corner and celebrated in front of the Newcastle fans. Big mistake, but uh, he's actually taken it really, really well.
2: If you can be top goalscorer and top assist in the Premier League, last player to do it was Andy Cole. Why you're not discussed in that same? bracket we talk we talk about Ballon d'Or he isn't even going to be in the bracket of that yet that's what he can produce and in the other Premier League match David Moise's West Ham won at his old club Everton we'll hear from Moyes shortly but first it's the Toffees manager Rafa the Gaffer Benitez
1: and West Ham moved to seventh level on points with Everton and probably just about deserved it Everton nil West Ham won
3: It was important not concede or not give them the chance and we gave two or three corners that we could avoid. Still, we have some chances and then at the end, this margin, you make a mistake and then you concede and it's more difficult when you play against a good team.
1: West Ham take all three points. Thanks to a set-piece goal once again, a fine-headed finish from Angelo Ogbonna. I thought the game would always be tight. I wasn't sure, you know, it could have gone 1-0 to them at times. They had a couple of chances as well. But I thought for, for long periods we, we had the better part of the ball and, and we're in position to try and make chances, which we didn't always do. Look, like, I was thrilled to score and, uh, you know, thankfully we got a touch to it.
2: On now to Manchester United, and after defeat to Leicester City, reports suggest that manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will not be replaced. However, the former Arsenal winger Jerry Groves believes that winning trophies are a minimum requirement at Old Trafford, and Ole isn't good enough to deliver them.
1: Thoroughly disappointing for the visitors.
3: It's finished. Leicester City four, Manchester United two. Manchester United have to be winning trophies. That's the prerequisite, and they are on the Solskjaer. They're
1: nowhere near. Of course, I'm going to do the job as well as I can and give the players and the staff as much trust and confidence as I I believe in these teams. He's not on the level of
3: Tuchel. He's not on the level of Jurgen Klopp. He's not on the level of Guardiola. Those three managers are in total control of their players and their team and the way that they play. I don't think Solskjaer is in control of his players. I think Oli felt from last season, we need someone who's going to have big moments for us lift the stadium the euphoria around rinaldo coming to the football club and have a, a little bit more of an edge and i think i get why he done that he didn't have a particularly good game yesterday look he played 90 minutes in midweek on tuesday and he did for the first time ever he looked like a 36 year old if you can't find a way to accommodate him in your team and you can't play to his strengths then that is exposing your shortcomings as a manager that's before we even get on to Jaden sancho he was the one player Since the start of last season, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has implored the board to bring to Old Trafford. Now he's there, the manager doesn't know how to use him. He doesn't know whether he's playing on the left wing. He doesn't know if he's playing on the right. And you can see his confidence slowly ebbing away. This is one of the brightest young players in European football. Over to
2: Liverpool. And after their thumping victory over Watford, Tony Cascarino, or Big Tony Cascarino, as some call him, claim the rivalry between Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane has helped the pair get better. I don't quite understand how. Let's find out.
3: They feel like they're challenging each other all the time. They're competing against each other. And there's a little bit of rivalry there Mm -hmm. where they both are driving each other. We talk about Ronaldo and Lionel Messi driving each other forward. I think these two have done it in the same club. To each other. I think they both want to score, outscore at each other.
1: Firmino back to Salah again. Dancing into the box. He's taking on all covers. He's gone behind. Pass, Krafkar. End up on his backside. Oh! What a goal! It's magnificent from Mo Salah!
3: Salah is direct. Always gets chances. Always wants to run behind. Cause havoc and an incredible work ethic. Marnie does that, but he does it in a more unpredictable way. Where he literally, he'll have bad games. He really will have stinkers sometimes, Mane. He'll be, his finishing will be totally off the mark, and, but then he'll be brilliant. His finish yesterday was fantastic. That's a lovely ball with the outside of his boot. Into Mane, first time shot, and it's a goal from the edge of the area, down low to the goalkeeper's right. He's hit it first time. It's a really tricky finish. Comes to him, he's made a great run. Salah's played the ball and he's run onto it and he's caught it with his right foot. First time, he knows he's got to hit it first time. And then you've got Firmino, who sort of sets all the play up all the time. So they all complement each other Marnie has been sensational for Liverpool on to Chelsea
2: and this is the former Brentford keeper Richard Lee raving about the performance of the blue stopper Edouard Mendy after their win against the Bees on Saturday or as I like to call it game day <laughs> game day
1: guard very nearly scored the goal of the Premier League season. Mendy might have made the save of the Premier League season.
2: I mean, the one though, for me, the overhead kick, I don't genuinely don't think there's another keeper in the Premier League that makes that save. And I say that because of the size of Mendy, the flexibility, the power, you know, I don't think that got enough credit. Uh, I think it should have got more, you know, it was one that he's got his top hand to it, how he's got fingertips from six yards and it's hit with pace. Yeah, just beyond me. So yeah, it was, it was essentially Mendy and the saves he made before that as well. Very good in that they were all very brave. You know, got himself out very quickly made himself very big
1: deep to the far post Janssen's in there another brilliant save another wonder save from Mendy spreading himself so bravely
3: you could argue that he's probably been one of Chelsea's best ever signings. you know consider 17 million from Wren coming to the football club seemed to breeze into the team showed no signs of concerns or nerves his composure has been brilliant and yesterday was a, a day that you know you sort of think wow Whoever made the decision, I suspect it was Petr Cech because he was at Rennes as a goalkeeper and he obviously we know a lot of people at that football club. He was pivotal in that move of getting Mendy to uh, to Chelsea.
2: And here's a preview of the Patrick Vieira derby as Palace take on Mikel Arteta's Arsenal at the Emirates. Don't forget, gang, of course, we'll be taking your calls after that match on my show, Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar Monday Football Thingamage. Anyway, tonight we'll be taking your calls from 10.
1: I'm really looking forward to it. I think I had a chance to play for this football club for nine years, and you know I arrived at this football club when I was a kid, and I left as a man, and this is the club where I played my best football, I will say it. So obviously going back there will be emotional, but you know I will put that on the side because what will be important for us is to perform well and try to uh, to get points.
2: That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, where we get your podcast from. I don't really care. Don't forget, of course, to wallop the subscribe button. I'm back tonight, would you believe, on TalkSport, on my show, Andy Goldstein's Monday Night Sports Bar, with Jason Coney from 10. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get Until then, you know the rules. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Have a mega day. Have a magnificent day. But above all, be safe, everyone. Be
3: safe. That